Hey everybody, I'm on Facebook, hang on a minute, they have to play a disclaimer just for me on the radio, okay I'm going to go with that, I'm going to post that on Facebook, see how many of you see that, how about that, I just shared it, let me know, okay, <laughs> I'm Ed Raymer, host of the Evan Lee Raymer Show, okay. Let's get started. It's going to be a bit different tonight. This, of course, is September 11th. 21 years ago, I was talking to a friend earlier today. said, you know, it seems like it was just a couple weeks ago that we were attacked. The two World Trade Centers went down. For example, Jackson, how old are you? Our producer here. Uh, I, I wasn't even one when they went down so you don't remember it yeah i was i was i was still a little baby when they went down right okay that's how fast this has gone by it's unbelievable um bob clement was our congressman at that time he was in washington and he went to his office and he knew when the pentagon had gotten had been attacked. And they were sweating over the fourth jet, which we all know the crew, the heroes uh, that took that jet down in Pennsylvania. If you, you know, I, I hope history will teach us something about, about that day. I think it has. Okay. Just a little side note there. Just uh, I just want to just bring that up. That you know, I don't take it for granted. I don't know some of you may, and that's fine. You know, well, we got to got to move on. I understand. You know, I know we've all got to move on. Okay, I get it. I understand. You know, but I'm gonna tell you right now, you better not ever forget it. This week, historic week, Queen Elizabeth's death. An interesting side note to that, this lady sat on, was in her position more than 70 years. I don't think anything in mankind will ever see that again. And I think an incredible woman, really. Now, did she have her ups and downs? Sure. What leader of any of any organization or whatever it may be, what, what person doesn't? Fine. But you got to take your hat off to her. She's an, she was an incredible lady and admired, loved by many. Queen Elizabeth's state funeral will be the first state funeral since the death of Prime Minister Sir Winston Churchill in 1965. <clears throat> in 1965, that's how long. It'll be the first state funeral since 1965 when they buried a man by the name of Sir Winston Churchill. Unbelievable. We're seeing history being made right now. Uh, on a lighter note, MTSU won yesterday with a score of 34 to 19 over Colorado State. Glad to glad for the the kids there. Good job, Coach Stockstill. Good for you. Tennessee won over Pitt by a score of 34-27 in overtime. 
And uh, in local sports, I was listening uh, Friday night uh, when Siegel knocked off number three ranked Lebanon, number three ranked team in the state. Did you work that game? Yeah, I did. You didn't? Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. The number three ranked team in the state. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, these kids are something else, you know. And like I said, I'm going to be going in alone tonight, so no big deal. Um, That'll just about do it for now. Jackson, let's go ahead and open up. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymond. Yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. This is Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS. AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, <coughs> excuse me, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach me tonight with your questions, comments, or smart aleck ideas at 893-615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send me a text, and uh, our producer Jackson will be glad to read it over the air or give it to me, and I'll read it for those of you who do not wish to be heard live on <clears throat> on live radio, and I do understand that, that being the case. Now, you can also listen to us live via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com and negotiate that thing and move over to the, um, to the um, podcast section. You can negotiate now. But now, if you just, if you just want to listen, you just listen live. But now... The station has every one of my shows I've done over the last nine plus years. I'm into my tenth year here, so please don't listen to the first two years. <laughs> you know they keep them on there, and that's good. That's great, but you know don't 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 bank on those, please. But we've had some. I've had some awfully good guests, really have. And now you can also follow us uh, right now on Facebook Live. On Facebook at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. Now you can also download WGNS WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And I always give uh, wonderful lady Angela Bingham a nice shout out. Shout out on Simplicity. She's doing great work there, and uh, we just love her to death. She's doing a fantastic job, and I think Angela's close to being in her fifth year i believe i I, time flies i don't know but uh just doing fantastic work with her show simplicity always a pleasure to see her i saw her earlier this evening as i came in i got here a little earlier than normal and um i've got some things that are loaded up tonight that i want to play for you and i'm going to make some of you mad probably (laughs) surprise surprise and um I want you to listen to this. This is from a man that is on, uh, and I've got to get in touch with these people. Uh, uh, this week, uh, September 6, 2022, this week on Twitter, legendary news anchor Dan Rather 
ask a question that Republicans are probably too afraid to answer. What is their legislate? What and Dan Rather had asked Dan Rather, former CBS news anchor, uh, and he had he asked, "What is their legislative agenda?" This is the Texas and the Paul Texas Paul, and we've got his answers via YouTube. Now this is a courtesy of the Midas Touch, and all of these that I'm running tonight come from the courtesy of YouTube and the, the, the people that uh, uh, recorded them respectively. So if I fail to mention that, please remember they come off YouTube. But I think this stands, uh, this, uh, I, I'd really like to get to talk to this man. I'll probably never get a chance to meet him. But Texas Paul, and he is a Democrat, capital D. And uh, Jackson, if you got that pulled up, I want you to play this for it. Take a listen to this, folks. It's about seven minutes long. Hey, folks, this is so Texas Paul. I have the honor of answering a question from the legendary Dan Rather. Dan Rather asked, honest question, the Republicans want to take over the legislature in this midterm. What is their legislative agenda? Well, honest answer, the Republicans have told us. They have told us directly. And unlike what we did with Roe, this time we're going to take Maya Angelou's advice and we are going to believe them when they tell us what they are. First, they want to make this a Christian theocratic nation. They have said it. This is a Christian national nation. Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, Matt Gates, Boebert, all of them, all of them, have Gosar, Andy Biggs, all of them, all of them say this. This is a Christian nation. It should have a Christian government. That is their number one agenda. The second is to make abortion right, uh, abortion illegal, take away all abortion rights nationwide, and pass these draconian death laws that they are passing in these states that that don't take the mother's health into concern, that don't take, uh, you know, I mean, just one thing after another, just horrible, horrific laws. Mike Pence has told us, has told us. Other Republicans have told us that's their objective. The whole state's right thing was a lie. They want a nationwide ban on abortion. That's number two. Number three, they want to overturn Griswold v. Connecticut, which guarantees your right to contraception. Marsha Blackburn and, and dozens of other Republicans have told us, have told us out, I mean, out and out, they want to overturn Griswold v. Connecticut. That guarantees your right to go buy contraception or have the contraception of your choice. They want to make that illegal. That's part of being a Christian fascist state. Number four, they want to make being gay illegal. Clarence Thomas has come out and said he wants to overturn the Obergefell decision that made gay marriage legal. Believe me, folks, they want to go way farther than that. Here in the state of Texas, they passed a plank in the GOP platform this year that calls being gay abnormal. Abnormal. They want to treat being part of the LGBTQIA community as a disease they want to make it illegal number five 
They intend to use the full power of the federal government without merit to impeach Democrats, investigate Democrats, jail Democrats without merit. They have already said they are, they are just going to flat out impeach the president just because they're mad, just because they want to Im impose their fascist government they're going to impeach the president. They said that they want to investigate his family. They said they want to, to gut the Department of Justice. They said they want to go after federal employees that have disagreed with them in the past. They want to take and jail Dr. Anthony Fauci for doing his job, for just doing his job. Federal employees all across the, the board they want to take out anyone that is not part of their fascist cabal and replace it with yes people that will support them in their push for a fascist government. And that is the final, the final. Once they've achieved that, they will destroy our electoral system and we will become a fascist nation period. End of story. January 6th was a learning event for them. Next time, they won't miss. If we give them this opportunity, they'll take it, and we will become a fascist nation, and our democracy will be over. That's the God's honest truth about their legislative agenda out of their own mouths. I love you folks. So Texas Paul, I need you to back me. I need you to help me fight. I need you to support Democrats. I need you, I say it all the time, volunteer, phone bank, one hour a week, whatever you can do. Block walks are incredibly fun, very energetic. I've done them myself. There's a lot of people that feel just like you do. You get together, you have a good time, you usually get together afterwards, go out for, you know, dinner or have, you know, go have a few drinks and laughs and it's, it's a good time. It's a good time, folks. Call phone bank. Use your cell phone. You've got nationwide long distance. Call for any Democratic candidate you like. Let's help those house races out. Check your registration. Republicans are cheating. They're cheating this election. Here, here in Texas is not the only place they're throwing people off the voter rolls that are completely legitimate and legal to vote. Check your registration, the deadlines are looming, and vote. No matter what happens, no matter what you have to do, vote. Vote Democrat up and down the ballot every election, every single one, and please, please hit the subscribe button. Help us keep getting this message out. I appreciate it, guys. I really do. I love you folks. This is Old Texas Paula. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I thank the Midas Touch for that. I appreciate that. This guy is, folks, let me tell you, this guy's the real deal. Now, you can find him on YouTube. And what you do is you find him on YouTube. And when he really gets mad, he goes down, he, his, his wife apparently doesn't approve of, of any foul language. 
And he's not he's, he's not really, really nasty. Don't get me wrong. But he goes down in what he calls his cussing pond. <laughs> and he's got some of those on YouTube. You can see them, okay? He's I believe the guy's the real deal. I mean, he will flat put it in their face fast, okay? Now, that's their agenda. Dan rather wanted to know. And I think Texas Paul was uh, – I appreciate him taking time to answer the man, okay? All right, Jackson is going to take us to our first little series of breaks here. I'll be right back with you. And you're listening to the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. We're listening right here on WGNS on Sunday night live. Back with you right after this. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at PI of mt.com that's pi of mt.com i felt so alone scared angry full of self-pity i just wanted to die so i took another drink then i heard about aa and went to my first meeting the people there talked about those same feelings i was no longer alone they gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living Alcoholics Anonymous. It works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it. They can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Raymer here with you with the Heavenly Raymer Show. And again, uh, by the way, Tennessee Titans got beat today. They got beat 21 20. Lost on, a, had a last second field goal, I believe it was. I didn't, I've got to tell you, I didn't watch all the game. I follow college a lot closer than I follow pro. I'm sorry to say. But so I was giving some scores a while ago. Not that we're a sports show, but, uh, 
you know, the whole truth of the matter is sometimes you know, some of our high school players are more exciting than some of those pro guys. It's the truth. I mean, because at least we we know some of these kids. We know your, your we know your parents and all that, and uh, you know, uh, you know, just unbelievable. Okay, we've got a caller on the line. I believe it. I believe I know who this guy is. Caller, go ahead. Hey Jeff, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. I just want to say, what you, what you think about the uh, fact that he has the most curation in the country? What do you think about that? You know, you 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 left me a message on that. Now that was the most secure voting. Please explain. No, what, you know, what, what, it, what it was, they they served. I can't remember what that what organization uh, was, but they said Tennessee has the most secure elections in the country. And what they did, they went through different things like voter ID and how they handle absentee ballots and about six or seven different things. Like I said, Mr. Farley can probably tell you more about it. But uh, they went through different different things about about ballots and things like that. And they said Tennessee has the all the states in America has the most secure elections in America, the United States of America. Well, I hope I hope that is true. And I know if it has to do with Alan Farley here in this county, the election process is going very, very smoothly. So and, it, it, and my hats like, everyone's hats off to, to Alan for that because that can yeah. be a very thankless job. Yeah, really well, can. I was going to say, like I told you, there was an article in the Burstboro Post this last week. I'm well, sorry, and I meant to get that. Thank you for calling. I meant to call call you back and get that. Things have been happening this last couple of weeks. But thank you because I think it is good. But, you know, again, you have to break it down. It goes back to the old saying, and you and I have talked about this, all politics is local. Yeah. And oh, it yeah. starts with our local elected officials. And one of those, and he's not elected, I think he's appointed, Alan is, but he's he's an official here at Rutherford County over the, over the election commission. And I, I, I have no complaints. You, know, you can vote anywhere in the county. Uh, I, think it, I think it's great. Oh, yeah, I think it is. I don't know if we're the only county that does in the state. By the way, like I say, on Nation Day, you can vote anywhere. Our early vote was one of the best things that they ever, ever did as far as as far as I'm concerned, going to give you plenty of time to vote early if you want to, and all that kind of, all that kind of thing. But uh, I did want to tell you, you mentioned the scores are early Siegel, that they they played the number three team in the state this last week. Well, all they got to do this week is play the number one team, Oakland, at Siegel. That's all they got to do this week. Siegel, wait a minute, Siegel will be playing them. They play playing Oakland. It's going to be at Siegel. Now then, Oakland uh, is Oakland is still number the number one team in the state. Well, yeah, as far as the rankings go, they've won thirty four in a row. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. But they, they, they play each number three team. Now they, they, their consolation prize is number one team. Now. Number one team. Man. It's going it's, it's to be at Siegel Friday at Siegel. Friday. Is Siegel ranked, Jeff? Because now you keep I up with sports. I, I, I don't. I, I know you and. So. I mean, they're, they're three and one, so they've only lost one game. So right. They've lost one game so far. But, but it, it, you know, like I said, it's early on in the, in the season as far as, you know, they, things go. But, uh, but there, well, there's a lot, of good, a lot of good teams, you know, of course, as far as, you know, Arcadia things. And, Oh yeah, yeah, and of course, as we all know, when you hit that top ten, everybody's everybody's gunning for you anyway. I mean, oh yeah, that's true, that's true. But they're gonna be gunning for Kentucky pretty soon there in the top ten football. You know, I'm sure you. Well, a good friend of mine, Eric Krause, he showed me that they did beat Florida, and I, I'm sorry, I just don't get that. when they bring the basketball out. I'll be glad to talk with you, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, bring, they bring it out in a few months. But, in a few months, no, yeah. I mean, months, but, but now their football team's pretty good, too. They're ranked number nine in one poll, number ten in another. So, well, someone it, was it, telling me that, and uh, I, I honestly, I have not looked at the rankings. I haven't. Where is Tennessee? In Tennessee, like in the – They're about 15, 16. 15? I thought yeah. they broke the top 15, 20. Yeah. 
Well, well, I was going to say, right. Todd, just real quick, tell you, when, when Stoops won last night, which you know Mark Stoops, the coach, he, he passed Barry Bryant all time winning his coach in Kentucky, 61 wins. Is that right? He, he passed Barry. He, he's all time winning his coach. That He's been there 10 years longer than anybody to finish out this year. Only coach ever to be in Kentucky 10 years, but he passed him last night, 61 wins, and Bryant's got 60, so 61, and of course, hope, hope to play wow. more. But this huh. thing, so. But, uh, but Dodd, I, I enjoy your show. And like I said, have a good week. Talk to you later. See you. Jeff, thank you so much. Jeff Neal, a continued supporter of, uh, of this broadcast, and I appreciate it so much. To our sponsors, to all of you that listen regularly, thank you. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, can't do it without you, without the listeners and without the sponsors. And, um, yes, I've got to tell you, the COVID thing is, uh, is subsiding. And I must tell you, some of you merchants out there that I deal with, <clears throat> I'm going to be calling on you, okay? <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't I, – when I, when I started this uh, 10 years ago, or going, up, going on 10 years, a little over nine years ago now, and um, when I started this, you know, the first couple of years, I think the wife and I just paid for it out of our pocket. You know, we, we I didn't count on getting any. We, I didn't know where it would go. We really didn't. And I like it. And I like the interaction. I bump into you out in public, and many of you, you know, hey, I heard your guests Sunday night, and I agree with this, but I don't agree with that. And that, that's fine. That's why we're here. You know, that's what we, that's what we do. Um, but, um, um, it's, uh, that, that, it's what we do, you know? And, if you you like what we do, look me up on Facebook. Let me know. If you don't, let me up on Facebook. Let me know. I don't mind, you know. But Jeff has been a loyal supporter, and Jeff is a WGNS man. He's he's a WGNS supporter, loves the sports, and uh, always always uh, got a got a kind word. And you know, it's uh, always interesting to hear. Jeff's take on thing and he does things here in the county and he does keep up with these kids and, and our students and their high school sports um okay let's see what we've got here I'm looking at Facebook goodbye whatever whoever that is Eric Crow reacted again thank you Eric much appreciated if you're listening I know you're probably not much appreciated. Okay. All right. Uh, I've got Jackson to load something up for you. We're always talking about who the greatest presidents were, who were the greatest leaders, who were all that. And we're talking about, of course, uh, in modern in modern times. Okay. Uh, Jackson, I want to play this uh, from President Nixon. Nixon with no expletives. Okay. Deleted. And we don't have any expertise in this. And I want to play this from 132 to 149. Okay, have you got that loaded up? Okay. Go ahead. I want you to this now. Now, this is an interview. I've played it before. I want to play it again. Uh, what uh, was an interview with none other than Mr. Pat Buchanan, who is certainly no one's, <laughs> you know, coat pocket li- uh, liberal. Uh, a conservative through and through. I'd like to be able to interview him on uh, the state of the Republican Party today. And um, 
he had President Nixon on after this was into 82, 83 when President Reagan was in, okay? And he asked him who he thought uh, some of the, the finest leaders that this country ever had were. Jackson, go ahead and play that, please. So there's no question in my mind that in this century, the three greatest politicians, active politicians, were Theodore Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and Lyndon Johnson. Nobody else of the presidents was in their league as political operators. Listen, I don't want a president uh, who's <laughs> warm on the outside. Let it play. No, let it play. I'm and warm on the inside, too. I want one that's warm on the outside, but I want one who, when the tough decisions are made, is cold and tough and will make the right decision without uh, fear of failure. Okay, thank you, Jackson. Appreciate it. Leave that pulled up on serving as a loyal vice president, Eisenhower, because we've heard a lot about <coughs> about the vice presidency. Okay, please leave that pulled. Yeah, leave that pulled up. Now, uh, Nixon, of course, uh, was played second fiddle to President Eisenhower. Now, I know, I understand. We're talking about different times, different cultures. Everything had changed quite a bit. I want you to listen to what he said about being on serving as a loyal vice president to President Eisenhower. Go ahead. President Eisenhower was loyal too, uh, I must say. Uh, he, uh, but, but he believed, you know, he was a military man and he believed that people that are subordinates uh, carry out what the chief wants. Uh, I remember, I'll never forget uh, that perhaps the man that Eisenhower and many European uh, people that have talked to me believe was perhaps the greatest chief of staff in World War II was Beetle Smith, General mm -hmm. Beetle Smith. And Beetle Smith, this was afterwards, was a neighbor of mine in Spring Valley. He came in one day and, and we'd had a couple of drinks and mm -hmm. tears were coming down. He was not well at the time. out, And he says, you know, I was just Ike's Pratt boy. Ike always had the Pratt boy. And he says, that's what you are. Well, it didn't bother me a bit. That was my job. Mm -hmm. A vice president, a member of the cabinet, a member of Congress who is a member of the president's party. He should always consider that he is dispensable and should do what the man wants uh, to carry out the policy. Because otherwise, the man's got to get down there in the ring. What happened to Richard Nixon when Eisenhower was president? Be bad for me. Uh, wouldn't matter that much, maybe, to the country. What happened to him could be disastrous. Okay. All right. That, that shows you what true leaders are like. As vice president, what might have happened to me would be bad for me, but it wouldn't be disastrous for the country. Anything that could happen to a president could be disastrous for a country. Okay? I'm reminded with the passing of the Queen that our neighbors uh, in London, they have a new prime minister. She has got her hands full already. I mean, she really does. Bless her heart. Lady by the name of Truss, I believe. And, um, you know, she's, uh, <laughs> she, hopefully she hasn't bit off more than she could chew. And uh, she's with their conservative faction over there. Now, their conservative faction is a lot different than our conservative faction is here, I believe. Okay, now. You heard what President Nixon said about the three finest leaders that he'd seen, okay? Um, 
they were Teddy Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and Lyndon Baines Johnson. All right. What did these three men do? All right. Teddy Roosevelt took on big business. Okay? Uh, instrumental forming Securities and Exchange Commission. All right? And where big business had gotten so big, for example, John D. Rockefeller. He could run a competitor out of business by, let's say, in today's standards, uh, I've got 200 gas stations here in, in, in Middle Tennessee. All right, Jackson opens up. He decides he's going to buy a little market, and he's going to sell gas, and he opens up. All right, gas is, say, $3 a gallon. Which, by the way, I paid two ninety nine last night, by the way. Prices are going down on gas. Now, I know the president really doesn't have any, anything to do with that, but they can affect it to some degree. But it takes months for that. To t- it doesn't take effect immediately. But all right, let's get back to this. And let's say Jackson said, well, I'm going to open up. I'm going to open it. I'm going to buy that little store, and I'm going to open that thing up, and we're going to sell gas, too. Okay, you got gas pumps. John D. Rockefeller had got to the point, let's say I was I was that person, okay? Jackson's selling gas at $3 a gallon. I dropped my price to a dollar and a half a gallon. Where's everybody going to go? Well, they're going to come to me. And John D. Rockefeller was doing this all over the country. Okay. Jump to the end. Securities and Exchange Commission was started up to stop the monopolizing of, for example, the oil business, which John D. Rockefeller had certainly done. And he did some good things in his time. But he wrinkled, you know, he ruffled a lot of feathers too. Now, to go further what uh, in, into more modern, the modern era here, uh, uh, around 1968, may have been 1970, I don't know, a fellow by the name of Howard Hughes came along. Howard Hughes ran an airline called TWA, Transworld Airlines. After a long, lengthy court battle, Mr. Hughes was required to cut loose of Transworld Airlines. Which he did. Now listen to this. Now this this may sound. I mean, it was the largest single check of its size in excess of five hundred million dollars at that time. At that time, and that was a lot of money. It's a lot of money today. Don't get me wrong, but five hundred million dollars, one single check was the largest check ever cut to a single person. It was cut to Chad Howard Hughes. And, of course, we all know the story of Mr. Hughes and tragic ending. He had The man actually died of malnutrition. It's hard to believe that the richest man in the world, but he had, he had some mental issues, too. He had some depression, I believe. And um, we've all heard the stories and seen the films and read the books and the movies and all that. But uh, it was the largest single check ever cut to an individual at that time. At that time. Now, I'm sure... Bill Gates and Warren Buffett have some checks cut to them <laughs> better than, than what we have here. Now, I want to go, uh, Jackson, I know what you got pulled up. I don't want to do that one right yet. I want to go right now to Doris Kearns Goodwin. Uh, this is from YouTube as well. And 
Uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin uh, teaches presidential history. And some of this I, I tried to edit, get Jackson to edit some of it out. But it's there's no foul language in this, so don't worry about that. But this is on her master class she is teaching. I believe it's at Harvard University. Doris brings to life the stories and experiences of four presidents she knows by heart uh, and the qualities that make them great. Before she became internationally known, uh, acclaimed historian, uh, Doris uh, Kearns Goodwin began her career by working with President Lyndon B. Johnson as a White House fellow. Her interest in U.S. presidents was peaked, and she went on to spend 10 years teaching at Harvard University, where she would earn her Ph.D. During that time, she also helped President Johnson pen his memoirs. Okay? I remember what President Nixon said, three greatest leaders. Go ahead, Jackson. Take a listen to this. Use the lessons of history to apply to your daily life. That's what I love about history. It can really give you perspective, solace, and give you hope. I will use examples from the four presidents I know the best. Abraham Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt, and Lyndon Johnson. Each one of these presidents was a leader during a time of great crisis. We can learn from their failures and their ability to acknowledge those failures and learn from their mistakes. I'd love to just transport them into you. Think of what you learn from parents, from people who have experience. You're learning from generations that lived before us. It makes you feel you're part of a continuum. You're not just here alone. So it makes you a deeper person and maybe even gives you that great thing called wisdom. I think about Abraham Lincoln. He scoured the countryside for books and he read everything he could lay his hands on. He understood that he was a work in progress. Nobody's gonna be perfect. The most important thing for a leader to develop is the ability to grow. All of us in our lives are gonna suffer difficult times and the question is, can you get through it? Can you grow through it? Can you learn from it? I'm Doris Kearns Goodwin and this is my masterclass. Thank you, Jackson. I appreciate it. Doris Kearns Goodwin, okay? Her greatest, uh, now, she wholeheartedly admits her favorite president was President Lincoln, okay? But here we go again. Teddy Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Lyndon Baines Johnson. Now, as I was saying to you, Teddy Roosevelt took on big business, okay? We had reached a point between the Mellons and the Carnegies and, uh, all the, 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 the John D. Rockefellers and the Pierponts and all those people were they were they were ruling the country. And President Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, said, This can't be. We cannot allow this. So that was the first thing Teddy Roosevelt did. Franklin D. Roosevelt brought this country out of the Great Depression. How did he do it? called it was called the new deal tva was construction was constructed through the workings of franklin d roosevelt lake barkley in kentucky lake barkley was built a dam was built power was generated and lake and kentucky lake was was put in i think barkley came later i believe kentucky was first kentucky lake was first Massive amounts of water. A lot of people, their property, eminent domain, 
uh, taken from them. They paid them for it. The government had to pay them. I've mentioned this before. When they got on about President Biden's plan of $2 billion, $2 trillion, I believe it was, uh, in order to implement this plan that he had, by those days' standards, and we looked it up, $1.9 trillion is what this would have cost by today's, in today's numbers for what Franklin D. Roosevelt did. Striking, isn't it? About the same. Okay. And then, of course, uh, FDR gave us, uh, well, he didn't give it, we, we pay for it, Social Security, which has become something that I don't think that he even ever thought it would become. It wasn't designed to be a way to make a living, but it's designed as a way to help people survive in their senior years. Okay? It is now used, viewed mostly as a supplement. Multimillionaires, a lot of them may not even draw their Social Security if they don't have to. If they're a Democrat, they, I, I don't know. They probably that's a person's own personal, free to do what they want. They've paid into it. Obviously, they've paid into the system. Now, Lyndon Baines Johnson, what did he do? Medicare and Medicaid. Okay. Medicare, we all pay into this. Medicaid, we all pay into it. I have paid, I'm 64 years old. I have. I know I look a lot younger, but <laughs> I see you smile. No word, Jacks. Uh, <laughs> I have paid, and I'm and not. I'm not. I'm proud to say I have. My wife has, for your grandparents, for your parents now, for your great grandparents, for your great uncles and aunts, and I think it's great. The only thing I have a problem with Medicare is please do away with the deductibles. Let older folks know that heaven forbid they worked hard for that that one house they've got sitting on that one acre. Let them know that in their final year, the, at least the one thing that won't happen, they worked so hard to get it paid for, is they're not going to lose their home and what stretch of land they do have simply because of an illness. Do away with, do away with the deductibles, okay? And this latest thing through President Biden has done that, okay? It's helping immensely, okay? So there's your three leaders. President Nixon and Doris Kearns Goodwin both agree. Folks, I want to ask you something. Are you getting the message? I think that Doris Kearns Goodwin and a former president of the United States would probably know, I'll, I'll trust their opinion. This lady's a Ph.D. She has studied presidents her entire life. They're not just talking to hear the sound of their own voice, like I do up here lots of times, just to fill the airspace, okay? I admit it, I'm not going to lie about it, okay? I'm telling you. Take a look and listen. Study history. Now, a lot of politicians are talking about these very subjects right now today, okay? Talking about Christian nationalism and, and, and all that stuff, that, you know, all this stuff that all this Lauren Boebert and 
this Marjorie Taylor Greene and this Matt Gates and all these people, you know, folks, they are talking out both sides of their mouth, okay? They are. And some of our politicians, you know, I, you know, uh, I can tell you, I'll give you an example of what happened with Hillary Clinton. You all know, Hillary Clinton actually won the election, okay? But it was given to her by the Electoral College, okay? That's that's the series, that's, that's what you use. And it's the reason so many people have become so disgusted with the system. Well, my vote don't really count anyway. Well, that's that one election of where you, you know, I'll, I'll hear, I'll listen to your argument anytime. But we have elections now, local elections, that are being decided by 30, 40, 50 votes. Okay? Don't tell me your vote don't count. All politics is local. But Hillary Clinton sat beside when the day that Trump was to be uh, inaugurated. He Well, he was inaugurated that day. Mrs. Clinton elected to go. Now, I saw this on the Howard. You can use it, go to YouTube and see this. It's on the Howard Stern Show. And he did a series of interviews with Hillary Clinton. This is part one. And you can pull it up and watch it. And you'll see exactly what uh, was said. I'm not going to actually say that. But, um, and so they set uh, President Clinton and, and uh, Miss, Miss Clinton, Mrs. Clinton, they sat beside President George W. Bush and his wife, Laura. Okay? True story. At least she told it. And Howard Stern asked her, uh, first of all, how did you go that day? So you, know, you had to be on some antidepressants or something because she clearly won the election. She won it by more than 3 million votes, I believe. But she said she was going as a former first lady because she had been senator, she had been secretary of state, and she was going, she felt it her duty to go with her, her husband, who's former president, of course, Bill Clinton, and she felt it was her duty to go as a former first lady, and she did. So she talked about uh, Trump's speech and this carnage ends today and, uh, you know, carnage in the streets and all that rigmarole, you know. And when he got finished, he sat down and President Bush looked over at her. He was right beside Hillary Clinton and he looked at her and well said, well, that was some weird stuff. And he didn't use the word stuff. Okay? Former president of the United States, look it up. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. Well, that was some weird beep. I thought, man, we were in more trouble than I thought. I had no idea. Okay. Tell you what we're going to do. Please, double check me, fact check and all that stuff. Check and see. But I can I can prove everything I've said. Uh, yeah, we're going to go to our last series break, Jax. Jax already knows what I'm going to do before I do it. You are listening to me. I'm Ed Raymer On the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, I'm your host. Bill Wilson's going to be getting in here after a while. In just a few minutes, we're going to go to our last series of breaks. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, 
give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mellon's Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties to take care of here. Glad to be back with you. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you. And uh, a bit of an impromptu show tonight. 
Thanks to Jackson on the board, doing a good job, as always. Um, uh, tell you what I want to do. We've got just a couple minutes left here. <clears throat> I want you to pull up something, Jack. Pull this up here. The real time of Bill Martin. Yeah, you've got it. And now, folks, there's there's some foul language in this. This is from Bill Maher, Friday Night Show. Got it off YouTube again. And we're going to play this. This is a man by the name of Scott Galloway speaking. Started at 3040 to 3144. Capital. Why is there always the onus on us on the left to understand people who want to deny the election? And here's, here's what I understand. We have a constitution, we have laws, we're gonna put their asses in jail. And this, this notion around masculinity is an important one because a lot of men are failing in this country and unfortunately they've conflated toxicity with masculinity because of our last president. Not recognizing the true masculinity is the ability to garner strength and skills so that you can protect others. That's what it means to be a man. Okay. We need that to demonstrate. Okay. Now, the next section I'm going to run is from 3452 to 3639. Jackson, ready when you are, okay? And you can leave my mic on. When Rusty wasn't attacked because of the fatwa, he was attacked because a guy was living in his mother's basement. We have, <laughs> we have a crisis among young men, and it starts at a young age. Young men are twice as likely on a behavior-adjusted basis to be suspended. Seven in ten high school valedictorians are women. For every one female, for every two female graduates from college in the next five years, you only have one. The scariest stat, walking down the avenue that is America, only one in three men under the age of 30 have had sex in the last year. And you hear sex and your brain fires. But the bottom line is, it's a key step to the elemental foundation of any society, and that is relationships. Men, young men aren't attaching to work. They aren't attaching to women. They aren't attaching to schools. We are producing too many of the most dangerous person in society. And we are losing out on a key. We're not going to have kids. We're not going to have a productive society. We're going to have more violence. And also, we're going to have a society that does not value uh, young men. And they do not. Young men are different. They develop later. And by the way, if you're a young man, this work from home thing is a disaster. They need young men. Young men need... Young men need guardrails. They need to know how to read a room. They need to put on a clean shirt. They know not to get high or drink too much during the week and then during get the into the office the next day. We have a crisis among young men. It is, it, is, it, is, it is one of the most, in my view, one of the most dangerous things in our society. And where do you put the phone in this equation? Because I put it high up. Because, thank you. Because... I was reading recently, uh, Tinder, two to one male to female. Oh. What? No, it's just a startling statistic, yeah. Right. <laughs> Why is it startling? Stop. Yeah. Uh, just some thoughts that I had noticed. Uh, and, and now, again, Bill Maher is a, is, is a horse of a totally different color. Thank you, Jax. Appreciate it. <clears throat> Bill Maher is a, a, a totally different uh, breed of character, Okay. But the man is right. Again, this was Scott Galloway. You can look this up on YouTube and, and listen to their comments in full. And uh, you have to be careful. I don't like to play a lot of that. I have to really try and edit that down before. I, re I, I review it, of course, obviously, before I get here days before because I don't want Jackson to get in trouble. I don't want myself to get in trouble either. 
by playing a bunch of foul language, you know. Wouldn't be me getting in trouble. That's on you. I'm I'm exempt from that. Well, okay, I don't know. I'll just start playing everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe worst comes can, to worst, I'll just play Maybe the we can play card. some of those David Allen Coe songs. How about some of those? <laughs> yeah, sure. You can do whatever you want. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do you that. Hey, I, I, we don't need to have to. I don't even want you having to explain it. You know what I'm saying? He came in with yeah. the gun. <laughs> he came in with the gun. I couldn't do nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd never do him that way, and these these fellows would tell you that not not intentionally. And we had one here recently where a word slipped, and that was my fault. And I I do, uh, and we take it very seriously because this is a family station. Okay, so we take that pretty pretty doggone serious. So, um, folks, I want to thank you for your continued support. Those of you that do support, thank you so much. And uh, Bill's getting ready to get in here. He's going to have a good broadcast for you. Okay, and. Um, uh, Sarah, who's with uh, the downtown, the Main Street organization, and um, uh, they're going to do they're they're doing just a great great job. And of course, as I've told you, the station that we're sitting in right now, and sometime at some point in the future, um, uh, and it may be a year or two, we don't know, uh, but the city will take this over, and uh, you know, and and it's a good thing for the station because this building and. Jackson, me and you know this. This building was never designed to be a to be a radio station. No, I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't think it was. Yeah, I think everything that you see right now, right, is blood, sweat, and tears making it sound this right good. to make it sound as good as we can. But yeah. uh, the man that uh, I have been told that is designing this is the same man that d- designed uh, Dave Ramsey's studio. So he is the the architect in charge of the that the city has hired to do this and uh, they will uh, I don't know all the all the details don't know me to this it's not none of my business because uh, Mr. Walker makes those decisions and and uh, the city of course ultimately so uh, you know hopefully uh, we'll be having some new digs here before long hey I'm gonna let you go thanks for joining me tonight if you did I rambled just a little bit but till next week at eight o'clock I'm Ed Raymer I'll catch you down the road